Joining us on the programme now is Tom Murray. He's a pharmacist based in Donegal and he's also treasurer of the IPU. Tom, a very good morning to you. Morning, Catherine. Now, we have seen this week, it's been dominating headlines really over the last couple of days, medicine shortages, and they have affected six in 10 patients. Is it a problem here in the Northwest, Tom? Um, It's a problem globally. It's a problem across Europe, and it's certainly a problem in Ireland. Um, As you say, 60% of patients have been affected by a medicine shortage in the last number of weeks. So there's an increase of 50 medicine shortages in the last four weeks alone, which now takes us up to 289 medicines that are short, common-use medicines, um, including even aspirin, 75 milligram for blood thinning, some antibiotics, medicines for blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, depression. There's a lot of commonly used medicines. There's been a 50% rise in the last six months alone in medicine shortages. Um, And from our own survey, 97% of pharmacists have said that they've been affected by medicine shortages and 84% of them expect that that's going to get worse over the next 12 months. And a quarter of pharmacists are spending on average 30 hours a month trying to source alternative uh, medicines for patients when they come in with a prescription. It's a problem, but it's not a crisis. And the last thing we want to do is have patients worrying or stockpiling medicines or getting multiple months supply because that would actually affect the supply process. There are enough alternative strengths. There are enough alternative brands and generics. What we need more than anything to stop the delay for patients and to reduce work for GPs is that there would be a serious shortage protocol implemented by the government, which we have asked the Minister for Health for and we've asked the Department of Health to look at. And that would mean that if you came into a pharmacy with a prescription, for example, a penicillin that wasn't currently available, but the pharmacist knew that he had another penicillin um, in the premises that would do a similar job in terms of the spectrum of treatment, the pharmacist could use their clinical judgment to substitute, therapeutically substitute one penicillin for another. As currently happens, if you come in and I haven't got a medicine, I have to ask you to call back while I phone the doctor to agree a change. And doctors are under massive amounts of pressure already. So sometimes that can be a delay process. Or sometimes it means at the moment we have to order an unlicensed medicine, um, which may be the same medicine but not covered under the HSE schemes for pricing issues, etc. All of which causes delays for patients and all of which is quite unnecessary because a serious shortage protocol would allow pharmacists to deal with that. Um, So it is a problem, but it's not a crisis, but it is receiving a lot of media attention at the moment. And it must be an incredibly stressful time for yourself and other pharmacists. It's, yeah, it's incredibly stressful for pharmacists and for pharmacy staff. And as I say, we do spend up to 30 hours a month alone just phoning wholesalers, manufacturers, doctors, um, number one, trying to source an alternative, and number two, trying to agree that alternative with the doctors and then getting back to the patients. It is very stressful. Um, if you're a pharmacist who genuinely, which, most, which all pharmacists do care about what they do, and for example, you have a young mother in the pharmacy with a child who's suffering, who needs an antibiotic, and that antibiotic isn't available, and you've got to say to them, listen, there's going to be a delay in your treatment, possibly for one day, 
Um, it's hard to say that to those people because you expect they, the patients look on you as and trust us and that's the right thing to do that we will sort the problem and genuinely we do but you're standing there with people watching you trying to alternatively sort their medicines whilst trying to deal with your other medicine prescriptions and look after your other patients so it is increasing stress levels in pharmacy and there is actually a survey that the IPU did lately that explains that or proves that over 80% of pharmacists are experiencing serious burnout at the moment so there are issues, um, there are solutions. Pharmacists are doing their level best along with our GP colleagues to make sure patients get all of their treatments and they get them as quickly and effectively as possible. And as I say, I wouldn't suggest that it's a crisis or that people should panic about it, but just have a level of understanding that there are medicine shortages, but we're working our way around them. And you don't obviously foresee a situation where someone will present to the pharmacy with their prescription and they won't be able to receive their medication. But do you foresee it getting worse before it gets better at the same time? Well, we do have certain medicines where patients don't get their medicine uh, for quite some time. Uh, For example, um, Ozempic, which is a medicine used for diabetes, which also has an off-license use for weight loss management, um, there are serious shortages of Ozempic, for example. So there are patients who are waiting several weeks for Ozempic at times. That's probably the worst example, but it's an example where the demand has massively outstriven, out, out, outstripped the, the ability to, to, to provide. I don't see the situation getting any better in the commonly used medicines. So if you leave Ozempic to one side, there's 288 other commonly used medicines in Ireland I don't see the situation resolving in the short term. I'm not sure that it won't get worse because, as I say, we've had um, 50 incre- a number of 50 medicines increase onto that list in the last four weeks alone. So there is potential that it could get worse. And as I said at the outset, it, it is actually a global problem. It's, it's due to there are problems with the, the basic ingredients, uh, which largely come from India and China, those basic ingredients, there's a shortage of them, which is related to COVID, to some description that there's, there's a delay in getting that manufacturing up and running. That's still part of the problem. There's also been hugely increased demand for medicine supplies across the entire world over the last 12 to 24 months. And the medicine supply system is incredibly complex. One thing that might be of assistance that could help is if there was a chief pharmaceutical officer in the Department of Health who could actually look after and direct the government and the, the Department of Health and the HSC and how we source medicines. Currently, the contractors, the contractors that the manufacturer is supposed to tell the state through, with three months' notice if there's going to be a shortage. We actually have medicines at the moment where the state isn't receiving less than two weeks' notice, and pharmacists may actually receive the notice on the day they try to order a medicine to be told that it's not available. Chief Pharmaceutical Officer in the Department of Health, who's job was to divide to drive pharmaceutical strategy may actually be able to resolve a lot of that issue and actually sit down with the manufacturers and work around how at least notice is given that allows the Irish state to work around the problems in sourcing other medicines and making sure we've adequate supplies of other strengths that we could then double up or half depending on what was needed. The Department of Health has said, though, that there are numerous alternatives available to ensure that uh, continuity of care. Do you do you believe that, or are they I, just kind of trying to ease fear somewhat? No, no, I, I do believe that, and that goes back to the protocols that I was talking about that I would like to be put in place, a sheer, serious shortage protocol that where a particular medicine is recognised as being in a serious shortage at the pharmacist, 
would be allowed to swap the strengths or if somebody was on 20 milligrams of pharmacy and give two 10 milligrams or can half a 40 milligram to a 20 milligram or in the case of the antibiotics, give an alternative with a similar therapeutic um, outcome and say, okay, I know using my clinical judgment that this penicillin will do a very similar job to that penicillin and we can swap it. Currently, we have to ring the GP who's already under enough pressure because the GPs are so busy and then we have to wait for the GP to come back to us and agree the change and all of that takes time. There are many, many alternatives out there. There are lots and lots of generic substitutions available, but again, the pharmacist has to contact the GP to agree that. What we're looking for in the serious shortage protocol is that the pharmacist would be allowed to use their own clinical judgment to say, okay, we can make the substitution and treat the patient straight away. Well, hopefully the situation resolves itself quite quickly. Um, Treasurer of the IPU and Donegal-based pharmacist Tom Murray, thanks so much for joining us on the programme this morning. Thank you, Catherine.